What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet it's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy, Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your headphones. Wherever you listen to The Bar, we are grateful you are listening. And like I start every week, man, I love to start the week by... Thanking the listeners and dropping my cell phone at the same time. But I like to thank the listeners for uh, coming in and and, um, and rocking with us every week. Um, you guys are awesome. You make my job so much fun. I was just talking to my host about how much, you know, life gets so busy. But, you know, we're still able to keep this podcast going, man. And, and a lot of that fuel, definitely all the glory to God. But a lot of the fuel comes from you guys, you listeners uh, telling us you love the show, leaving reviews buying the gear man all of those things mean the world to us and so we just want to say thank you and like i start every show i always like to have uh awesome guests this guest is very special because this is an installment to our local pastor spotlight and you guys know we like to interview local pastors and just kind of you know give guys platforms that may not always get a platform or this guy probably get a platform but we'll talk about that later but we just like to uh interview uh just regular guys in 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 the uh in the thick of things doing the things of God that don't normally get uh I guess recognition and so uh this installment of the local pastor spotlight um is also special is because I actually met this gentleman 
at Ligonier Conference. We were able to sit down and talk and have some really good conversations and definitely enjoyed it. And uh, so I'm going to bring to the microphone, to the bar, to the stage, none other than Pastor Trey. How are you, sir? Hey, Dwayne, doing well. That's quite the introduction. So let me just say it was wonderful <laughs> to meet you at the uh, Ligonier Conference. I, I was sitting up there with some uh, some lay people, some congregants in our church, and uh, they looked out and just said, oh, there's Dwayne with the Bar Podcast. And you instantly had some fanfare. So I thought, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not very hip, apparently, so I need to go meet this guy. So it was wonderful to get to meet you, sit and talk with you and see the vision for what you're doing and then even to be a part of it today. So I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That that is awesome. Yeah, I remember when you told me that. I, that that is so humbling, man. I'm just uh, you know grateful to God for this opportunity you know, in pastor, the state. When you're a pastor, Dwayne, you don't get many cool points. So I immediately recognize I need to go get some cool <laughs> points with this guy. <laughs> I get it. They're really going to give you some cool points after seeing you on the show, man. Because hey, we I, kept I that deal, they don't like know. They don't know you're <laughs> on here. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise. I appreciate it. Thanks. Awesome, man. So I want to start off, man, just introduce yourself to those that might not know and, and say hi to your congregants that are listening. I'm going to give you the floor to do that right now. Share whatever you want to share, whether it's personal or professional. Just kind of give the audience an introduction of yourself. Sure. My name is Trey Talley. I'm the pastor of the church at Pecan Creek, and it's located in Denton, Texas. And it was a church start, is a church start that's been going for about four years. And uh, that is what I do presently. I've been in various ministries throughout the years and uh, a lot of evangelism for about 15 years traveling with that and was associate pastor and also a youth minister before that. But uh, but uh, we're, we're loving the church start and launched this about four years ago just to get be a place to get back to the word of God, where the word of God was primary and the gospel was clearly articulated and spoken and just calling people to believe in that gospel and return to God's word. So it's been a been a wonderful journey and it's just glorious every week of who God brings into our into our fold and brings to our church. Awesome, man. Awesome. So those that might not know uh where that is located, uh tell us a little bit about where it's located. Tell us a little bit about the uh demographics and um just uh, some of the day-to-day things that you face in that area as a pastor? Oh, well, we're located about 20 miles north of Dallas, Texas, so not not too far away from there, kind of in the more of a suburb area. Uh, but, but Denton itself has uh, several major universities there, so we have lots of college students. And, and even when we started this church, one of the, the things you have to do sometimes as a church starter when you're uh, applying for help for other organizations to maybe help you out. They say, who are you trying to reach? And uh, we, we really tried to simply say human beings, and uh, that is who we're trying to reach and, and did not specify uh, one particular group or demographic. And that has been reflected within our church over the last four years. Usually church starts tend to start off with a certain age group that, or a certain dynamic or a certain socioeconomic part of the community. Uh, but we have, we've just been blessed with being very diversified and not even trying to bring division within the church, but actually treating everyone as one body of Christ. Even our discipleship time or Sunday school time is not divided up amongst ages or divorced and non-divorced or dog lovers and cat lovers or <laughs> or whatever that may be. But it's just <laughs> it's completely blended. 
And uh, so it's just it's wonderful to see the diversity happening with our church for as far as ages, race, everything, and uh, just everyone treating each other as one body of Christ. And uh, it's just been wonderful to see, and I've personally never been a part of something like this, but continuing to, to put people's eyes on Christ, focus on Christ and Him alone for their unity and for their sufficiency has just really uh, come to express itself in who we are as a church. Right. That's awesome, man. That is really awesome. Um, so this is a, a church plant. You said I have a lot of local pastors that listen. Um, talk about some of the, uh, I guess, the planning and thought process and and actually planning this church and, and what and what went into it. Uh, this happening. How did we get to the place where okay, we're about to plant a church? Right, and, and I do talk with quite a few people on that. I had a call from Washington State just yesterday. A gentleman was looking into doing this and wanting to know how and. Um, it does help, of course, to have other believers who have some finances to help a young church get started. And usually that does take some asking and some meeting and some kind of a some some pragmatic type stuff there ahead of time as far as planning out budget and planning out who might be willing to help. And so that that's kind of a different category that you do have to deal with. And I don't, I'm not. I don't like math and subtraction and or algebra or anything like that, but that's unfortunately that's part of uh, part of the church world and, and organizing it and structuring it, and making sure those things are in place. Uh, so so there is that aspect, and we did fortunately we we were blessed to have a multitude of believers and other churches uh, help us out with the church start. And and again, I, I really emphasize the uh, the vast need for people to return to God's word. And that was really our, our primary goal in starting this was to be a place where God's word would be taught, it would be preached, and the gospel would be clear. Uh, one of my favorite uh, theologians, A.W. Pink, no longer with us, of course, but he estimated that nine out of 10 people who profess to be Christians are not Christians because they don't know the gospel. And we find that to be very true in this area. We uh, we do evangelistic outreaches um, virtually every weekend, and and the people that you talk to, you they'll say that they are Christians, but the next question we ask is, tell me of your Christianity, or tell me about your Christianity, tell me why you're a Christian, and the things that come out of their mouth are not Christian at all, as far as they're not biblically based. They have mm-hmm. nothing to do with repentance and belief in the Savior, the God Man, Jesus Christ. So we're uh, that that's our area, and I think that. From what I've found, uh, that's pretty much everywhere in the U.S. right now. We have lots of people that claim to be Christians who are not, and we just wanted to be a place to make it clear that this is the gospel that must be believed in for salvation. It is the power of God for salvation, but if they can't, if they don't get to hear it, no one's speaking it, then they can't believe it. So we just wanted to be a place that is a, a speaker, a megaphone for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And not just on Sundays, but of course, but we want our, our the people going out and evangelizing, knowing the gospel, understanding the gospel, and communicating it wherever they are. Yeah, man, that that is really cool. And I love the fact that you guys are, um, like you said, defining what people think about Christianity. Because my ongoing joke on the show is, Everybody in South Carolina is saved, man. Like if you if you would ask anybody in South Carolina, man, they always say, "Yeah, I'm saved." And then, like you said, if you dig a little deeper, 
um, you'll find out that that is not much of that. So I really I really love that about what you guys are doing. So uh, you say you go out every weekend to to the neighborhood. T- tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, you know, this and, and I can't take credit for that. This was some some lay people in our church who have been doing this, and I get to be a part of it as well. But it goes on with or without me, which I I mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. love that. But it's uh, literally uh, guys will go out with a speaker and have open air preaching in the downtown part of our city. And a multitude of us will, will also be there ministering to people more one-on-one on the weekends. And it's turned into just, just a beautiful time of proclaiming wow. the gospel. And it's not, you know, people think of street preaching in different ways, or they may mm-hmm, have seen mm-hmm. four examples of more hate speech than, uh, than grace and mercy in, in, the, in gospel speech. But it's, it's pure gospel, trying to get the gospel out, because it is the power of God unto salvation and trusting right. But as the gospel goes out, God will use that to draw people to himself for salvation. But, but it, it's just amazing. We're on the corner. The, the gospel is going forth from a, from a person speaking all the time. And then there's a multitude of us just gathered around. And people come by and ask questions and engage wow. us. And it's become, since we're there every Saturday night virtually of the year, it's become kind of a place of ministry where nice. there might be prayer. There might be evangelism involved but I'm, I'm telling you just like you said it's uh, everyone thinks they are a christian but we can't <laughs> we can't let it let it sit there so I, mm-hmm. we've all learned and you've learned this as well Dwayne. when people say they are a christian don't just assume that they are probe mm-hmm. further because it that's that's an assumption uh that, that can lead people to hell and they can mm-hmm. ride that all the way there assuming they're a christian but yet they know nothing of the christ and there's mm-hmm. been no repentance there's been no belief and I encourage all the listeners out there as well to to evaluate that. You know, am I a Christian? Have I believed in the gospel? Have I repented right. of my sins? And even those that I am called to evangelize and to witness to, are we giving them the content? Are we giving them the object of salvation mm. that they need? And it is the life and the work and the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, but anyway, that, that's kind of what we do on the Saturdays. And again, yeah, that can happen anywhere. It, it doesn't have to be something fancy. Yeah. Just set up somewhere in your local city and let that be a, a megaphone position for the gospel to go forth. Now, that's that's awesome, man. And I'm going to tell you, one thing I really love about that is when you started out, you said, this goes on with or without me. Um, right. Coming out of the charismatic world, man, um, everything is, you know, you know, so everything's supposed to be Christ-centered. Everything is pastor-centered or preacher-centered and the mm. charismatic world, man. And so just to hear that uh, you, you have, you know, uh, mature believers doing this and not necessarily having to have you there, that speaks volume, man. And and I hope that's an encouragement to uh, those those guys that are listening that are local pastors, you know, to, to get out there. We actually had a dear brother um, that's in South, uh, Georgia that, that has a really – uh, really good street ministry and and he talked about like you talked about um the abuse that goes on out there and, and actually really doing the gospel and not condemning people so i really appreciate you uh bringing that up man I, i'm i'm definitely that's definitely one of those uh good nuggets man um <laughs> so so man um tell me a little bit about your 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 balance uh being a pastor being a husband 
you know, having a family. Uh, how, how do you deal with that? And, and how do you, you know, try to try to uh, be, I guess, productive on, on all those fronts? Whew, that's, that's a good question, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> and one that's not easily answered. And every day, I, it seems as if I feel like I'm failing at it to some degree. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't want to say I have this mastered now. Uh, I think every morning I wake up, it feels like a Rubik's Cube is before me and it's mixed up <laughs> and I cannot fully solve it. I can get a few sides maybe to line up, but never quite the whole thing. Uh, but it is it is really tough. And, and the more I've done this, over the last few years, the the less sleep I get, and I've kind of even narrowed that down to a smaller, smaller margin. How little can I get to accomplish everything I want to get done? And uh, as far as church and sermon prep and trying to be uh, a husband and trying to be the father I need to be, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to chase a quick rabbit, but even one thing that we really emphasize in our home. And, and this was actually uh, taught to me by, by Sinclair Ferguson years ago in a class I took under him, but it was on family worship. And we've really tried to make that a staple in our life. And you and I had that conversation at, mm-hmm, at Lincoln Air mm-hmm. Conference as well. But it's, uh, it's every, we, we try to do five mornings every week. Uh, Sinclair kind of challenges to, hey, you might miss one, but don't miss two. And it's a time of studying God's Word together. We allot for 15 minutes every morning together as a family with the kids. And it's scripture memory, it's catechism, it's reading of the New Testament, the Old Testament. One morning we do sermon review, uh, where we just review the sermon and, and learn by repetition. But every day we do something a little different there, but getting our kids in the Word of God, praying together, and making that a fundamental part of every day. Mm-hmm. And some things like that have really helped us have a little bit of structure in the life of uh, being a church planter because it can get quite chaotic. But I want to <laughs> make sure that our family is uh, being invested in and that they're coming along in the knowledge of the Word of God. And again, I challenge all the listeners out there to, to make sure you're doing that, whether it's one on what's just you or whether you have a family. That's what we look at quite often is the passages like Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. It's it's parents teaching diligently their children and doing this mm-hmm. throughout the day when they rise, when they wake up, when they go to lay down. And, and, just, and almost post-it notes all around the house, that passage seems to say. It's just not we're, – we're so prone to forget God and forget uh, right belief and forget right behavior that uh, we have to be reminded all the time and to teach these things to the next generation or else right. they're, they're not going to know. But but anyway, I, I will say uh, I don't have that mastered as far as my, my daily routine, but I do. Uh, I was challenged years ago by Jonathan Edwards, uh, who really meticulously tried to make the most use of his time and kind of compared the the, the analogy that he was a wax, a candle wax that was burning. You know, he had so much. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the sides. Right. <laughs> and, but he would repent if he wasted 15 minutes of his day. Mm. And, and I really, that really echoed in my mind years ago. I was like, wow, 15 minutes. Like how often do I waste 15 <laughs> minutes? Right. And uh, he would repent after that. He, he had such limited time, like we all do. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to use it all for the glory of God. 
And uh, so I, I strive to do that, but obviously it's not a, it's not, sometimes I go 16 minutes, Dwayne. <laughs> I love I it. it. I love it. I love it. Wow. No, that's good, man. That's that's actually the you know most common answer uh when it comes to this, man, because we're always, you know, we're we're always striving for uh better and, and doing better and and you know, nobody has it all together. Not saying that's the standard, but it's always good to hear how uh guys deal with that. So I appreciate that input. Right here, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. All right, we're back in here with my good friend, and uh, we're we're having a really good time and and talking about church plant and uh, the community and time management, all that good stuff. But right here, Trey, we like to do what I call the three signature bar questions. These are my fun questions, my unique questions that I ask all of my guests, and. Um, these are three just random questions that just kind of dig into different parts of your life. And the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Ah, oh, I should have done more homework, Dwayne. I'm going to call off guard. <laughs> no, uh, we, you know, I, I could go on a stump speech here, but uh, we really strive to uh, to listen to uh, musicians who are lyrically sound and that really minimizes it down to uh, just a few artists that are out there, it seems. And and then not even all of them at all times, but um, even, even in the mornings with our family worship, it's it's a challenge every day to find songs to listen to that are not just, quote, Christian, but are true Christian, you know, with their lyrics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but but we do, do listen to uh, some things that come to mind, like some David Crowder songs we really enjoy, uh, Sidewalk Prophets. Oh, who else would come to mind? A beautiful eulogy is uh, good as well, and uh, but there's so several of those that are l- lyrically sound and they're truly worshipful, and uh, trying to listen to music that's not just you know it's really sad that <laughs> the the Christian songs are kind of depicted kind of reflective of our so-called Christian cu- culture that you and I exactly. were talking about where. They say they're Christian, but when you listen to some of the top songs, it's more like they're, they're I don't know if they're talking about their boyfriend or girlfriend. It's very little. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's so, love talk, but there's very little yeah. talking. It's a lot of so, love anyway. and a lot of you not saying who, who yeah. they're talking, singing to. <laughs> and a repetition of the same sentence yeah. over and over and over and over and just yeah. to be, for emotion's sake. But, but we do like to choose songs that are you know lyrically true and are truly worshiping god and and honoring to god and and i'll, I'll tell you it's, it's a challenge i saw our music our worship leader the other day i said hey you know we write a podcast i write a, a blog on our a website uh, the church of pecan creek every week and i said, hey, can you do one on music and what we should listen to and i said pick five artists that we should listen to and he said I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's a lofty goal. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah. he feels the pain. I think we all do. But uh, yeah. find good ones, listen to the lyrics, and 
and uh, enjoy worship where you can find it. Nice. Good deal. All right, sir. Next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? Well, I did pick up uh, one of my favorite guys uh, up at the Ligonier Conference just last week. Picked up uh, Guy Prentice Waters on, oh, what is that? The the Gospel According to Paul, is that it? No, The Life and the Work of Paul, is that what it is? Ah, It's a really good one. Anyway, type in his name. I'm reading through it. It's not in front of me on my desk right now, uh, but wonderful. And also picked up uh, John MacArthur's The The Gospel According to God, reading through that. And kind of an old one that I was working through, getting back to Baptist roots, which has been fun uh, to do, is by James Boyce. It's called Abstract of Systematic Theology, written in mid-1800s, but it's just going back to uh, the, the doctrines of grace as found in the early uh, Southern Baptist uh, fathers there, and so that's been a been a fun read as well. And so that's kind of three I'm working on right now. But there's as as being a pastor, there's always others that are you're constantly kind of thumbing through and looking through as well. But anyway, that's where I'm at today. Awesome, good deal. All right, last signature bar question is: What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Uh, I thoroughly enjoy podcasts and probably listen uh, uh, probably 20 or 25 a week. It's uh, something I I don't I, I try to go without. If I'm driving down the road, I'm listening to a podcast. If I'm in the gym working out, I'm listening to a podcast. It's just, just always feeding. You can feed so easily these days. And my, my number one, long story short, I'll tell you a quick story. Back in the day, I was a huge R.C. Sproul fan, still am. Uh, began to buy his books, and my wife gave me one of her the first iPods, and she had downloaded Renewing Your Mind on it, and I began mm-hmm. to listen to that, and that revolutionized my life. Uh, now I was getting this in my ears and this wonderful teaching in this very uh, simplified form, 25-minute sermons or sermonettes or teaching, but they were deep, and it made me just, just want more and more of that. And so still to till this day, um, I would say Renewing Your Mind is my number one go-to that I try to listen to everything that they put out each week. High quality, great content, and uh, just, just really concise. So I, w- I would go with that first, and uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that for today. Awesome. Good deal. Well, sir, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um Give it, you know, giving us your time, man. Um, definitely know how busy it is and how life gets, and and I'm I'm glad we're able to make this happen. Um, I don't have to follow up with renewing your mind. My listeners know how much that has impacted this podcast, as well as uh, mm-hmm. how much it inspired this podcast. Uh, I say it so much, so um, definitely a good pick on that, man. Uh, I'm gonna give you the floor right here, man. In closing, anything you want to tell the listeners? Uh, any words of encouragement, sure. and then we'll be out of here. Uh, Dwayne, just I think I think to all the listeners out there, from you and myself, uh, don't wait, but be involved in ministry immediately. Don't don't wait for for something that's far away that might come, but look at where you're at right now, just like you did a few years ago, Dwayne. After hearing your story, and uh, in mine as well, it's it's we're all regular people, but God has given us all ministries that we are to be actively engaged in. 
He has not only saved us, but he's prepared works for us to do in advance and to uh, stop waiting, get involved right away, whether it's evangelism, it's encouraging believers that are around you, and to stay in his word and realize the importance of God's word today and the importance of the gospel today and realizing that people don't know God's word, they don't know the gospel and we as believers must get that out. And not just our pastors, not just on a Sunday, but we as the body of Christ, all of us, need to get the gospel to those that we can reach. Thanks, Dwayne. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. To the listeners, appreciate you checking out the Bar Podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you check out the whole network. Pastor Discussion on Monday, the Bar Podcast, of course, on Tuesday. Just Thinking on Wednesday bars on thursday and truth and fire podcast on friday as well as mario esco live make sure you go to the bargear.com pick up your bar gear it is approaching summertime so we got t-shirts we're gonna have some uh tank tops and we got some uh some trucker hats some dad hats snapbacks get everything you need right there from the bargear.com until next time you guys god bless you and we are out What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there